Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, part of the 88 Cup car, the uh, 7 Xfinity car, 29 truck. And solo today. Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, and I don't think I've got a truck at Michigan. I gotta, I gotta maybe send some text out. Find out. I you might want to know. Myatt usually runs those big tracks, but I don't, I don't think he's running this one. That would be a, that's a big one. It is a big one. It's definitely it's a big a fast one. one. Yeah. So we, uh, we, we were supposed to have Kristen today, but she evidently ate something with gluten or something in it. She lost her perfect attendance award for the week for the year on week two. Yeah, on week two, definitely. She, she sucks uh, at showing up. I don't know what they're paying her, but you know they're, they're not. Well, well, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it. Kristen, what's the deal? When you pay peanuts, you get a bunch of monkeys that work for you, dude. That's ridiculous. Just look at us. How does she not know what she can't eat by now? I don't know. I mean, dang, they're gonna run out of epinephrine at this yeah, rate. Yeah, we. I'm gonna whole country. No wonder the price of it's going up. No she wonder uses it so much. Four hundred dollars a shot. She is flooding the EpiPen market. God, what do you think she spent in EpiPen so far this year? A couple million? Oh, I mean, it. it uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm Surely she has some great insurance. Yeah. She definitely meets the deductible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, Crazy freaking week in NASCAR, man. Last 10 yeah. days have been nuts. It's been a pretty, pretty a very eventful um, a couple weeks for sure. I mean, Harry Scott passes away, 51, former yeah. NASCAR owner. I didn't know him that well. Really jovial guy. I mean, you know, a kind of guy that would walk up to you and ask you how your kids are, even though he hadn't met them, and always smiling. I mean, I just yeah, remember. Yeah, I've seen him, but just never really yeah. got to know him. All, all the talks I had with him was an infectious smile. I mean, here's a guy that came in and fell in love with motorsports, spent a lot of money to, to play in this world, and, you know, ultimately obviously left after 2016. Uh, but was was he's a well liked guy. Hate hate to start yeah, to see those, that happen. Came in and had had uh had some success too. Yeah. Um, definitely gave a lot of young guys some opportunities to 
to get into the racing world, uh, move and being, up and being good stuff. Yeah, it, it, you're right, good stuff. So, um, you know, every everyone that I've heard talk about him really enjoyed him. Really thought he was a nice guy, and and it, he was a pleasure to be around. So, you know, definitely a definitely a tough loss for uh, a lot of people for such a well liked guy in the garage. Yeah, Watkins Glen, man, another two day schedule. When'd you fly up? But it's I call it, it's like a day and a half schedule for me. Yeah, <laughs> as quick as I get home. How about the new baby? Uh yeah, sleeping great. Like four days old, five days. Literally, old? literally, cannot believe that. Uh, the our first one, Madeline was a little. You know how kids are; they cry. Yeah. It, this one, nothing. Wakes up, eats, doesn't even cry when they wake up. The only time she cries is when you change your diaper. That'll make you want to have a third one. No, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, the um, second one's that good. You might as well go for three. Yeah, no, that's probably not going to happen. Um, so I got to ask you this. You named her Stella. Yeah, Dale my Junior, favorite beer. Dell Jr. <laughs> says that beer stinks, and you named her Stella. Is this kind of to say, hey, Dell Jr., I don't care about you stinking my beer stinks? Wait until he has a kid. We'll see what he names his. I mean, uh, What do you think he'd name his kid? Oh man, you know we Ralph. Ralph, <laughs> we talked about it, and, and he actually has a. They have a few names picked out that they like. So, and they were actually really cool. Let's go ahead and reserve those on Twitter. So, we yeah, can we sell should them probably. Oh, that's a good idea. We can make some money here. Yeah, yeah, it's a real good go, idea. Go lock up a couple domains. Yeah, Gmail. Still buy those for like Gmail cent or something. Probably so through like GoDaddy yeah. or. Whatever. I mean, we'll if get the domain. If you don't do that, it ends up being some porn site in Asia. <laughs> That's what ElliotSadler.com was when I started working for no Elliot. So I'm wow. typing in ElliotSadler.com, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I hope the FBI is not watching me right now. So we ended up going through this big battle and buying it from some dude who was obviously a twisted individual. <laughs> so I uh, what TimmyHill.com is. Like midget porn? Is it? I don't know. It can't be racing. That guy can't race. That's true. Uh, so – did you spend more time on Elliot's website before or after? <laughs> before. <laughs> before or after the redoing of it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe half and half-ish. Uh, yeah. Must have been good. Yeah. Maybe you should let him keep it. <laughs> but anyway, to Glenn, man, it was a crazy weekend. Best weather we've had all year, I'd say. Wouldn't you? It's cold Saturday, but I'll take it. It was actually uh, pretty breezy up there when, when the clouds would go, you know, would come in and it's nice, though. It, it was nice to actually have to look for a jacket a little bit instead of shade. Yeah. Um. You know, it was, it was breezy, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, man, I can't wait. Like Martinsville, you are frozen to the bone. Can't wait to get out of there. It's going to take you a day to warm up cold. Do you have any hometown buddies around? Yeah, I did have some buddies that from high school that they camped out there. They come every year, and and I go out there and see them on Saturday for a little bit. Um, did it, you drink it, some Stellas. No, I don't. I don't dare drink, dude. It is wild when you go off the, out of the tunnel, um, behind like the back side of the track there, and the further you drive away, the wilder it gets. I'm talking like couches burning, recliners on fire. Yeah, um, it, it is. It's like a free for all, and it's actually you know the Glen does a great job. There, there was a lot of concerts and stuff. They do do a good job. And they give people something to do. There's and probably 40,000, 50,000 people on that infield just there to party. At least, probably. I mean, it, and then, like, uh, there's a lot that camp. I mean, it's it's a good time, man. Where Those, was Woodstock at? Was that in New York State? Yeah. Yeah. It so was. Like Woodstock, New York. Woodstock. Yeah. Oh, that wow. would make sense. <laughs> they called it Woodstock. Yeah, it is more central New York. The, you Woodstock know. is? Yeah. It's actually more on central or the eastern side of the state, I believe. Um 
yeah, it's it's uh, but that that I, I love going to the Glen. And you, where do you land? I land in Elmira. Yeah, the, it's just a, when you look around when you're landing there, you can see the Finger Lakes and stuff, and it's, it's just a pretty area, man. Really nice. You grew up how far from there? Uh, about an hour. Oh, that ain't bad. No, not not very far at all. So, um, really like going there. Didn't have uh, had a pretty fun day on Saturday with Justin. Um, he was fast. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. We didn't have the speed to win the race, but no. But you had third, fourth best car. We probably had. I, I mean, probably fifth or sixth, really. But you know, Justin our, and drove a great race. No mistakes, all race, and so many guys make mistakes there. That's all you gotta do is not make a mistake. So if you once once Jason made the pit call there, we were gonna finish sixth probably. Yeah. Jason made that pit call at the end to get tires, and we weren't the buffer car. We were actually the car with fir- first with tires. Right. And it mattered more than the Xfinity car than it did the Cup side. Sure. So Justin was able to get a couple of them on the restart, and uh, come out of there with a fourth place finish, which I think is a is a good you know that's a solid day. Yeah, I had so. Harrison Burton in the K&N race, finished third with him, finished crappy with Elliott because we had a right front lug loose. Yeah, you guys we struggled. We were going to run top seven for sure, and that, that was bad, you know. Yeah. It cost us ten spots, which could have been worse. Could have cost us more. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard. You actually lost a lap that one time. Yeah. And uh, I think you got the lucky dog, right? Got a lucky dog. It's, yeah. it's honest it's to still God hard to... ridiculous how much faster Kyle Busch was than oh, anybody yeah. else. Oh, yeah. Really. Even the top three. Yeah. Like even Kyle was in a in a league of his own. Yeah. And then you add in um you add in the twelve and the twenty two who were ridiculously fast as yeah. well. They couldn't and, break that guy could he could outbreak everybody. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing one thing I don't think Kyle realizes he has is he doesn't understand what he's really driving. You know, he needs I wish he could go back and run a race in his own Xfinity car one time just to see what it was really like, what these other guys are driving compared to what he's he, driving. He definitely knows he has a humble attitude though. But what? <laughs> he wears it very well. Yeah, very, I've, I've very well. I've yet to see him appear arrogant or never self-centered. Or, nope, or, never. I just see him being this really giving, humble guy. Yeah, like, man, I'm so blessed to be driving these cars. I'm so lucky, you know. But, you know, there's no – obviously, there's no lack of talent with Kyle. He's got – he's it's like, got – It's like after every interview, we're just going to – blow out birthday candles it's such a yeah great he's so pleasant um, no sarcasm whatsoever <laughs> i think <laughs> i have his a, tweets yesterday oh my gosh i have a newborn that doesn't cry that much his wow. uh his tweets yesterday were funny they, they were i honestly i do enjoy that part of kyle but i don't could you imagine do you think he's in character or do you think that's really him oh i think that's really him you do absolutely i mean you know we all know Stories. I, I, don't, you know, I don't know. We know Kyle stories about Kyle, but we know stories within the industry of Kyle that total that lead me to believe just how what things you know. Um, I mean, my fun days with Kyle were when he we he used to live off Perth Road, and yeah. we go out there and play poker on Monday nights, have a pool party. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the last time I hung out with Kyle. It's been ten years ago. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know personal Kyle now since wife, kids, and yeah, or 120 down that side down yeah. Perth Road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he was going 156. Okay, yeah, that's school zone. Well, well, why would you? <laughs> what I mean, would happen? Regardless of whether it was a school zone or not, what yeah. would happen if that was you? I would still be behind bars. You'd be under the jail. You wouldn't <laughs> even be in jail. You'd be under the jail. Oh my gosh! But you know, I I think I'm not sure he really understands. Have you the ever kind of been 156 on a road? Not, not a, a side road. <laughs> no, I've never been 150. I, I'm not even sure what. I don't even know if I. I don't own a car that would do that. <laughs> let alone. 
I'm not even sure they're like 156 is moving, getting it. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm Mike Harmon has never been 156 <laughs> in a race car. That's true. I mean, it, it would be hard though to put be... a couple double cheeseburgers. I bet. I was going to say the last time he he did probably do about 156 when Golden Corral opened for the yeah. first time. Oh, you need 599. <laughs> It'd be hard though. I mean, if you're in the Lexus LFA and you just want to get it. What do you he think? He want to get it. He but, got it. Yeah, he did get it. What kind of burnout do you think Mike Harmon would do if he ever won a race? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you realize how, how hypothetical that question is? Hey, I'm just wondering. I mean, what kind of race is he going to win? What if he did go to Concord in a late model and win a big race? TJ, what do you if? realize what you're asking? <laughs> what if? Hell, I don't know what if. Could you imagine him getting out of the finish line and doing that interview? How long is it going to take him to get out? <laughs> I don't know, but I almost want him to win. Have you seen him lately? <laughs> no. Have you been over there to play poker or something? <laughs> Dude, he's huge. He is. I mean, he's never been sm- – <laughs> has he ever been small? Ever. Well, I don't know. Ever. Don't After know. birth. <laughs> from- I don't know. I don't know either. He's big. His head's like big as <laughs> – I don't even know. He's big. Oh, anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, Watkins <clears throat> Glen, Mike Harmon Donuts, literally on the racetrack, not ones you eat. <laughs> how about uh, how about Kyle Larson got in trouble for – somebody got in trouble last week for doing donuts that didn't even win, and they penalized him and made him sit in practice or something? Oh, is that why he had a 30-minute penalty? <laughs> yeah, 30 <laughs> He didn't even win. Like, what is he trying to trick us out on there? Like, what's that deal? I mean, they tell us not to swerve, and donuts are going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time Robbie Gordon did donuts and he didn't win the race in Montreal? Yes. There were two cars two doing Two cars burnout. doing donuts. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. an idiot. Yeah, that only was Robbie uh, Gordon. only Robbie Gordon. You're right. Oh. Uh, I mean, Robbie was – I honestly liked having Robbie because he always made it interesting when he was involved in something. He It was always an interesting time with him. He's a daredevil. He's a clown. He's a daredevil, and he's also – Minus all the stories, and he's a good dude too. Is yeah. away from the track. Robbie's a good dude. Um, probably stories are that he wasn't the best to work for in the shop and stuff like that. But away from the track, Robbie was a fun dude and really and, uh, talented. But great prob- father too. Really, too. really talented. Probably never really committed though. Yeah, he honestly, Robbie probably could have won fifteen more races if he got in really good stuff and. And I uh, stayed with it. He could probably he probably would have been a multiple time cup winner, yeah. not just at road courses either, because that right. guy he was good when he didn't knock the fenders off it. He was pretty damn good. He was a pain in the ass to race. He was. He was like passing gas. It was worse than that. Terrible. I think. Yeah. <laughs> let's kick this thing off, Josh. All right. Let's get into uh, spot on, spot off. Obviously, big news today: KK out of the number five next year. Yeah, and I think I think uh, Indy just mandated this for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of prolonged it a little bit. This was a speculation for a long time. But, you know, I, Casey's a really talented race car driver. And honestly, I feel like it, he needs a um, chance at some Del new Junior's scenery. Chief pilot that right is. There. That's Joey Meyer's best friend. Oh, yeah. Joey the pilot. The Joey Meyer. Best that's pilot they Del are. Junior has right That there. is like uh, those two together, like Maverick and Goose. You ought to see them at the airport together. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll have to get to yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, we'll Casey Kane. that one day. Casey Kane, I got a question for you. How many races has the eighty-eight won in the last six years? Uh, it's eight. How many races do you think the twenty-fours won in the last six years? Answer still eight. How many races has Casey Kane won in the last six years? Six. Eight. Six. 
Okay, very comparable. And he's won a Coke 600. He's won a Brickyard, Brickyard. 400. He's playoff eligible this year, and he just got fired. Okay. Yeah. Look at Jimmy Johnson. How many races he won in six years? 28. So when you look at this Hendrick dominance that everybody talks about, it's kind of one way. Jimmy Johnson has won more races than the other three teams have put together, yet Casey Kane just got fired. Yeah, I think there's – well, obviously the wins looks a little – very comparable, but when you start knocking, when you start looking at, I've seen some stats of the top fives and stuff, or top tens, and they're just not there. He Casey's the type. He, Casey, this is about probably the biggest thing with Casey's career, and that he's too up and down. He can never really have that consistency where he's top five, six, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, or just inside the top ten every week. He's been really hot or really cold. And the Brickyard, obviously, a win's a win, but he doesn't win that race if the caution doesn't come out when he's on pit road. I'm spot on for Casey Kane being out of the five car because it gives him an opportunity to look ahead. For 18 months, he's been looking over his shoulder because of rumors about him being let go out of the five car. I'm spot off on the fact that Dale Jr. made comments this week about some of these veterans being replaced by young guys and how it's so great for the sport. It may be great for the economics of these race teams to be able to put in Alex Bowman. And when he said making a tenth of what he makes, Dale Jr. makes more money in the sport than anybody. So it's kind of hypocritical for him to say, I'm glad to see the owners putting in guys that don't make any money. I was really blown away by that. But my struggle isn't about the money. My struggle is how many tickets is Alex Bowman going to sell to the Daytona 500 next year? How many people are going to watch the Daytona 500 because Alex Bowman is in it? Dale Jr. is missing the point that these older guys are who the fans gravitate to until the younger guys get in and make a name for themselves. So I don't think we need to be lobbying for Casey Kane to be replaced by a guy that we've never heard of or hasn't in a well-accomplished guy. That's my struggle. I don't know if he's actually lobbying for that. It's just the way it's going. He said it's a good thing. Well, it's it's a – I think it's a bad thing. I, I, I mean, I I kind of agree with him. I know what you're saying, but we have to find the next generation. I mean, if Matt Kenseth wants $6 million a year, guess what? He warrants it. He's a Daytona 500 champion. He's a cup champion. Like, these guys aren't warranting – asking for big money because they yeah. don't warrant it. These young guys don't deserve big money. The, no, they don't deserve big money, but we've got – the problem is we have too many guys between, within five years of each other all the same age. You know who's sitting there licking their chops at this kind of this new era of William, bringing these young William guys Byron? in? No, <laughs> no, it's it's Joy Logano. It's Brad Keselowski. It's guys that are in their mid-20s to mid-30s that are going, ha, I'm getting rid of all these guys like Matt Kenseth can win. If you get rid of Matt Kenseth and you get rid of Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Larson's going to win the next ten races at Dover. Can't nobody yeah. run with in there. Like you're you're taking these if I'm Joey Logano, I'm sitting there laughing. If I'm even if I'm Danny Hamlin who just signed a big five year deal, I'm going, Ha ha, all you're doing is getting rid of guys that I don't yeah. have to race anymore. What I would say too to them guys is look, like when Danny's when he better this five year, he better save. Because after this five year it might not go to that again. Yeah, like I mean you, it comes it comes down to two things. Economics is important, which Dale Jr. alluded to. The other thing is sponsorship. Let's face it, Casey Kane did not have any sponsors returning to the five car. Yeah. When Farmers yeah, if you got a sponsor that wants you, you're, you're perfectly fine. When Farmers is out and when Great Clips is out, now they got no money. So it's like, well, we got to start over. Do we start over with Casey or do we start over with a new guy? Obviously, they're picking a new guy. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure. I think the best thing for this is Casey where he, he gets a fresh start somewhere and gets uh like you said, he's not worrying about well now he's got a, the pressure just got relieved. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's going to find something. And uh, and if not, Casey knows Casey's a racer. Yeah. Like Casey gets to gets a chance. He goes and runs a sprint car, yep. and I think that's really cool. He does that stuff. Here's so. the thing that fans don't get, and maybe they don't give a shit, but but here's the things they don't they don't get. Casey Kane has a spotter that's tied to him. He mm-hmm. has a, a manager that's tied to him. He has a, a bookkeeper that's tied to him. You know, he has a shop over here right up the yep. road where he houses everything at. He's got a trainer full time. He's got pilots on staff. Like when you read something about this, people are like, "Oh, this is good." Like this guy's getting let go. You know what, man? This affects a lot more lives than what you know. It there, does. There are guys on this five car right now that know they're probably going to have to look for a job. And I'm not yeah. talking about the ones tied personally to Casey that I just referenced. I'm talking, yeah. you know, guys that have been with him all the way back to his Evernham days. You know, they're at Hendrick, but they're not necessarily Hendrick guys. Yeah. It's just that's the way the sport is. You it's never, always been that way. That's this, that's the part of the sport where you don't really – sometimes the sport quits you before you're ready to quit the sport. We talk so, about it all the time. Yeah. Yep. It's been news. Yeah. Kind all of right. what you sign up for, though. When you, when you get into it, that's part of the risk you take. Yeah. By the way, we can talk all the crap we want about Dale Jr. here because I listened to his podcast last week. And oh, he does it all him, the time. Him and Tyler said they never listened to our podcast. So no, yeah. not, I'm can, not worried about it anyway. Him out. Yeah. Well, we can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, spot on, spot off. Cup drivers limited to seven Xfinity races next year. Man, I don't think this – you know, I, I know people are it's up and out about a difference. it. I don't think it's it, – it came down from ten to seven. I was really surprised they let them run five truck races because the truck owners are jumping up and down screaming, get Kyle Busch out of my series. I can't go attract sponsorship when my guy can't have a chance to win because of that one person. So, so, so I, I, when I look at it, I go, man, they're only letting these guys run seven. But then I look at, at Gibbs and I go, okay, if you have an all-star car – you can still run a cup guy in almost every race because you can run yeah. Suarez in a lot. You can run Denny in a lot. You can run, you know, yeah, Matt will run a few or not Matt. Yeah. Um, the you, 20 the, Jones. All, yeah, they, they can all run some. They do. So it's not going to change that much, really. No, I, I think it, I think it does come down to the model of the series changing a little bit. I mean, when you look at junior motorsports, we're sitting pretty at, at this point for next year in terms of driver lineup, sponsor lineup. You know, when you look at a Gibbs, you got to go, oh, man, this may be big for Gibbs because they've got a guy, and, and I think Ryan Priest, he was on our show last week, I think he changed the model a little bit because – Definitely. I've, or he, mo- he definitely moved the needle a little bit. I've watched him walk in to a team with money and say, hey, I got a half million dollars. Can I run two races? You know when that's happened in the past, those guys don't win. Look at Matt Tift. He's spending a lot of money to be in that same yeah. equipment. This kid can't run tent to save his life. So Ryan Priest went in there and said, hey, I'm a kid with money and I can win. Well, now he's got another race at it. He's running Kentucky. Very likely he's going to run Homestead. He's not having to pay for those races like he did these first two. Yeah, he, he earned them. He bet on himself and he won. But yeah. but when you look at, man, how many how many rich kids are you really willing to chase versus kids that can drive race cars because this yeah. may make the model go back to we need kids that can drive race cars to sell sponsorship. Yeah. See, there's another kid coming up just like Ryan Priest. That time at Jesse kids the same way. Yeah. Um, he's under Roush now, but I almost – to me, I, I wish he could have – I wish he could have kept running that late model, winning 25 races a year and, and, and saved up a little bit of money and came to somebody and said, hey, I want to run both Iowas and Richmond or something. Right. And, and went out there. He'd have probably been very competitive – Majeski was in one of them cars. He probably would have been very competitive as I well. Racing sponsors him a little bit. <clears throat> yes, didn't he like the number one guy or one of the top guys? He was. He is. He was number one overall. I think. He, I think he is. Yeah, I was at one point too. Yeah, got any sponsors? Let's go run. Let's go race. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, Josh Ryan. Josh Maston Motorsports, here we come. Let's go. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad for Ryan, though. He's definitely moved the needle back, and instead of just a whole money deal, he's actually moved it a little bit to the, hey, I've got talent and money, you know, this is, and they got more races out of it, which yeah. doesn't happen. Here's the thing, man. Dale Jr. could go run as many as he wants next year because he's not a full-time cup guy. He could. He could have a blast, too. He needs the money. Yeah, I mean, he's going there to pay I me. Know. I don't I'm going to have to live off of a part-time Xfinity schedule. I don't know how he's going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely worried about him. <laughs> We're going to play basketball in the gym tonight at his house. On. So what are you going to do? You just, I mean, you just brought it up. What are you going to do next year? You going to do a cup I'm going to try to uh, take Tyler Overstreet's job and just go with him when he does all these home remodels and yeah. stuff. And when, when is your big press conference announcement day? I don't know. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to wait for the silly season to really kick off here. There's basically uh, – there's going to be a lot Will of – you at least what, tell us what manufacturer is going to be? Will you tell us something? I don't know anything. Huh? There's uh, there's going to be a lot of movement spotter-wise. Anybody got a lie detector <laughs> machine? Anyone? <laughs> there's there's going to be a lot of movement. There's going to the be a lot stand. of movement on the spotter stand this year. When you big read, when big you, cars. When you read Dell Jr. retires, when you read that Casey Kane's moving, Matt Kenseth's moving, Eric Jones is moving, they have their guys. And if their guys don't get picked by the new guy – that creates movement. There's mm-hmm. only 40 of us, and there's only about 20 of us that are worth So Your number's higher than last time because you said it was like 5 or 10 before, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's because I fell out of the top 10. I feel like I'll extend the number a little further. Yeah, he's right, though, further. you know, but further. you got these new guys coming in. If they have somebody else they like, you, you, you know, maybe Alex doesn't like me. I don't know. Maybe I don't like Alex. I don't like Alex. I know. Yeah, that's I'm why I said kidding. that. I'm just kidding. He was, he's a – a few months ago, and I, I got under my skin. Yeah. I, see, Alex is young. <laughs> Coming and, from Brett, who's just an angel on Twitter all I, the time. I am an angel. <laughs> okay. Uh, spot anyway. on, spot off. Composite bodies coming to the Xfinity Series at RIR. There's three races we're running this year. Richmond, Dover, and what else? Uh, There's another one. Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Richmond over Phoenix, the Xfinity Series is going to run these composite bodies. Supposedly, teams are going to save a lot of money. But everybody that I've talked to says that's a lie. We have to build nine freaking cars by Richmond in order to do this composite thing. Because we have four teams, and I think Dale Jr. is running Richmond, right? He is. In Xfinity. Mm -hmm. So we have to build nine cars to be able to show up at the racetrack. And we just got the bodies like last week. Well, guys will be busy. <laughs> so what they say about these composite bodies is it's it's you're buying them, you know, self-contained, right? So you're getting this body. You can make changes to it. That tells me that the best teams are still going to be the best teams. Because if you yeah. can deviate the body, yeah, but 16th, you can't you can't change it much. But if you can dig, but if you can deviate it a 16th here and a 16th there and an 8th there, like I'm telling you these top teams, it'll show up immediately and it'll be yeah, a big deal. It's going to be it's not going to be as big a deal as we were going to a mile and a half or something like that, but it's going to matter a little bit. To me, it's a step in the right direction. The only way that this is really going to be successful is if we go to short tracks. Yeah. If we go to South Boston, if we go to South Boston and we know there's a late model guy that can get a composite body and put yeah. a car together, right? He's going to be there. Yeah. And you know, if we take away a little bit of the pit crew expense for them races too, and they don't have to get this high dollar pit crew, yeah. They don't have to have twenty five grand for a pit crew. For, I don't even know what it costs to rent a pit crew for a race, a good one. 
Um, uh, I, w- I would say you're looking at. I mean, they're paying those guys say ten grand total, so they're probably Hendricks probably charging you, you know, or Ganassi or whoever twenty grand. I bet. Yeah. To do it. So, I mean, the, but the late model guy doesn't have that to spend on a pit crew. No. You know, but if he can get an old, if he's got an old chassis there and he's got can get a composite body and put it on that car and go run. Right. You know, that that's a step in the right direction for short tracks to me. Not this, this is what I was told about the bodies. They have no flex, no bend, so much thicker material made out of carbon. Richmond Dover Phoenix is where we're running it. And next year the plan is to run it everywhere except plate tracks for the Xfinity series. Yeah. To me it's not really gonna be all the way successful until we can go to these short tracks. I mean we need to have So let me ask you this, if I tear my right rear up, do I have to go buy a whole new body? No. Um no, you can you can get a part to you put can get on the it. right rear. Yeah. Have you uh I mean basically it's fiberglass. So you ever smelled resin? Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah. Just <sighs> snort you gonna snort resin after the show? Wow, the first race car I had was a uh, fiberglass body, and when I'd tear it up a little bit, we'd have to fix it, man. It was like it's a nostalgic smell to you. It was good, man. <laughs> tell you what, if you and Josh, if he starts talking about Peyton Manning with you with this look on your face about resin, I'm leaving the room. <laughs> it's getting weird. It does get weird. Peyton Manning. Mm. Omaha. Omaha. All right, spot on, spot off. Martin Trucks Jr. fuel strategy pays off. Uh, I wasn't there. I was on the plane, so. Spot on, man. Four <laughs> yeah. wins. Four wins, right. How much did he actually, when we were reading, trying to keep up with it on Twitter and stuff, we heard that he was at least a lap short. We were two laps short, and, and we finished uh, the race. Obviously, I can't tell you how much fuel in the tank because then I'd, I'd be in trouble. But if he was a lap short, man, he went really, really hard. He went hard longer than we did. At 18 to go, we started saving, and he kept going. And then when he slowed down, he had such a big lead. He slowed down two and a half seconds. We slowed down about a second. Yeah. And then Matt <clears> run him down, and obviously they, you know, finished it out. But man, it uh, it was a, it was an entertaining race. The shortest race. The shortest race since the seventies when Cup. Yeah, ran that. Hickory. I I fully expected to get home and sit on the couch and watch the green white checker, and I didn't make it. I didn't even get close. I mean, we were still in the air. Eight minutes shorter than the Xfinity race, which had eight laps less than it. Um, people still, want shorter races. You know what? You just got it. Like and I mean yeah. obviously in, in order for that to happen at ovals we got to knock laps off the race but in terms of I would be willing to interested to know people want a shorter races well you just got it what do you think I don't, I don't give a shit to say about the entertainment factor how good was the race how good was the broadcast I'm talking about the time that you spent to consume our media what do you think about it I mean I and how how are they going to keep paying you a full time pay when you only work part time on Sundays. I don't know. How many laps did you run yesterday? How many laps have you run all year? Half of them? It's not been a lot. What are y'all doing? Getting home early. Did you blow up? Uh, we had a valve. So what? What we had a problem with the valve train or something. Um, you know, we probably maybe could have fixed it, but um, then they wouldn't have been able to find the problem. Right. You know, we could have fixed it probably and went out, but – not doing that, I believe. I'm not sure. It's not going to help, though. Well, they could, now they could now they can go find find what's happening and take a look at it and narrow it down. Right. Um, if we go out there and run it and hurt it some more, we're not going to. I yeah. would be afraid to fly on an airplane with you two right now. Y'all's luck is so bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for it to end. It can end any time, and that would be great. He's good at Michigan. Are you any good at Michigan? Mm. I mean, I've been to Victory Lane three or four times there. Yeah, so you're all right. Maybe two in the cup, one in Xfinity. 
I'm just making sure it's not you because something's going on. Yeah, it might be me. Maybe I need to take a weekend off. <laughs> I don't know. I can't believe you had a baby and didn't take this weekend off. Yeah, I mean, it was tough leaving. I had my first one between the Charlotte week, so I got to go home every night. And uh, that was – I didn't realize what it was going to be like leaving, so – um, Y'all come in. There's Aaron yeah. Sagster and her brother Pace. Yep. Pace just left the Washington Capitals and has moved back to North Carolina <clears throat> and is now – The Capitals suck anyway. And now he's – they got a bunch of people I can't pronounce their names. They got one guy that's really good. It's like and, a bunch of Russians or and something. He, he, he's like never going to win the Stanley Cup either I, now. I would like to – do we have any Chinese hockey players, Pace? No? Yao Ming. Yao Ming can't play hockey. He's too tall. <laughs> we have no – Chinese hockey players in the league. Yeah. I think Chinese people would be cool hockey players. Why? I don't know. You wouldn't be able to tell if you hit them in the eyes. They're already squinting. Gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, That's wow. true. You ever fight an Asian guy, you're going to get roundhouse with a skate. <laughs> My favorite part of being the Asian whole process is when I grew up, like you would watch an Asian movie, and they would oh, be on speaking. Elliot, on Elliot's first website. They would be <laughs> They would be speaking like this this Asian language, like Chinese. Yeah, like or, Chinese or, or Japanese, one Hon- of them. Honduras or something. And then uh Honduras? That's that's Asian, isn't it? No. And then uh, and then like they would play this thing in, in English so you would say like, You wanna fight? Fight me. Like that was my favorite part of Asian movies. That was blood sport. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie though, by the way. Bloodsport. Bloodsport. It was a good movie. We got completely sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, we right did. There. Yeah. Uh, last spot on, spot off. Overtime <laughs> line is now start finish. That uh, means the overtime line is dead. Yes. Thank God. Can we have a celebratory toast to that? Yes. Did you bring your wine or your Maker's Mark? <clears throat> Maker's Mark. Aaron gave me a bottle of Maker's Mark. Yeah, you bottle your own, right? Yeah. Is that like – I'm slightly worried if that's – are you like an alcoholic or just a fan? She's, like, she can't even drink it. She yeah, her brother she says yes. She can't drink gluten. Oh, you're a gluten girl too. I, I mean, she can't eat gluten either. Yeah, Ooh. but she's not dumb like Kristen. Like, I've never known yeah, Aaron Kristen to not show like, up for work because she oh, ate gluten. Yeah, oh, there's a bottle of gluten. Let me just pound it. Yeah. I mean – Give myself a shot. Oh, yeah. I've got to work for three oh, days. Yeah, got to go home. I can go cycling, but I'm not going yeah. to work. I got high. I just ran 30 miles. Uh, overtime line is dead. Thank God it was dumb uh, anyway. I'm I'm going to go back to TJ's thing that he said before is, we ought to finish these races. Under green. ARCA does it. Surely the best drivers in the world can do it. Got to finish it. Got to come to the checker. Except for plate tracks. I'm okay not doing it there. Me too at plate tracks. Otherwise, we got to come yeah. to the checker. Why not? Somebody's going to get mad at some point, but that's going to be exciting. Let's get everybody their money's worth. Yeah. Yeah. We're taking a break. We'll be right back. When Elliot wins, you could too. If Elliot finishes in the top five, three lucky One Main Financial customers will win the amount of two months of payments under their One Main Financial loan. To enter, go to OneMainRacing.com and click on the Games and Giveaways tab by August 31st. To enter, you must already be a customer of One Main as of June 30th, 2017 and 18 years or older. No purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Subject to official rules at OneMainRacing.com. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. So we're, we're back. Sorry that break took a little longer than usual. TJ did an interview with Pace Sagaster. He's trying to get his old job up at the Washington Capitals. Yeah, apparently the... The Washington Capitals are short of a PR person 
I like hockey. Um, I like Washington, I think. so. Uh, Just think if we could put earpieces in the skaters and spot for them. <laughs> oh, yo, got one coming left. <laughs> That'd be fun. Hit him. <laughs> <laughs> left hook. Just turn around and swing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit him with your stick. Oh, oh yeah. Anyway, awesome. here we are. Let's kick it. Here we are. All right, we're going into fast lane. Uh, quick overview of what fast lane is. I'll give Brett and TJ a topic to discuss. Whoever goes first will go last. Whoever, yeah, I screwed that up. But all right, if you haven't, we'll if you don't we, know, we know what by we're now, doing. Yes, <laughs> then you all haven't right. listened to the show enough. Okay, go. All right. During the Xfinity Series race, there was a caution on lap 17, and NASCAR did not open pit road and ended the stage under yellow. A stalled card ended up being a six-lap caution. What are your thoughts on this, TJ? Uh, the the ending the stage is correct. You can't open pit road and get all your sequence done in that amount of time. I, they've they've boned that so many times. If you're within three laps of the end of the stage, you have to end the stage, basically, to me. Um, you know, as far as getting the car off the racetrack, that's uh, – um, I don't feel like it should have been that long. I don't know what the problem was with the car, but I don't know how that's, that's a lot of time. That's probably what, three minutes or two, three minutes a lap. Probably I lost, I lost my mind on this deal because the yellow come out at lap 17 pit road could have been opened at lap 18 or 19 and lap 20. We could have awarded the top 10, the top 10. If you decide to pit and forfeit top 10, that's your decision. If you inherit a top 10 as a, guy, a result of guys pitting, that's your benefit. Like, they completely managed this whole process. It wasn't they couldn't move the car for six laps. It was we ended the stage for three laps. Then you had to interview the guy who won the stage for a lap. You had to pit for a lap. That's what took so damn long. Just do what you normally do, and the stage ends based on who's running top 10 and who isn't. Yeah, I, I still don't <clears> – it, it hurts the guys that – Tough <laughs> Well, it's not their – it's not fair to to penalize them and them. They for, don't have to pit, but you're gonna with the stage racing when you award something at the end of it, you can't you can't this, tell them guys you got to. Hey, this is my thirty seconds. You can't talk. <laughs> uh, Josh, you, explain the rules. I forgot. Basically, at Martinsville, it happened, and it happened somewhere else too. You can't open pit road, let everybody pit from tenth on back, close pit road, give the stage points, then open it again when you know everybody has to pit. You only open it once. This is the last thing I'll say is. You gypped the competitors and the fans out of three green flag laps because of the way this was That's handled. okay. It's a long race. <laughs> a co-owner <laughs> of RPM said that NASCAR teams need a spending cap. Do you agree with this statement, Brett? No, I don't agree with it. I think that if you look at it as a business owner, yes, you want a spending cap. And this guy is a business owner. He's not a racer. When you look at it as a racer – you want to go as fast as you can possibly go. And in order to go as fast as you can go, you have to spend money. How do you get money? You sell sponsorship. That's what our model's been based on. Sell sponsorship. Spend the sponsorship money to go fast. If you can't sell enough sponsorship, get a new driver. Sorry. You know, I've thought about this before, and part of it makes sense to me, but I don't want to go into, you know, in, if this happens, you're talking about limiting any position. You're talking about, okay, well, this position is only worth so much. We should only pay these guys that. I don't think we need to get into that type of deal. Or, or you know, I I don't know, man. If you want to hire two and two-year guys, you should be able to hire two and two-year guys. You shouldn't be capped by that. You know, I think there's ways that we can regulate the spending in certain areas, like testing they've taken care of. But 
the money just gets spent somewhere else. This comes down to going fast. And to go fast, you got to spend money. And, and when I look at it, and if you said, all right, we're going to have a cap, how are you possibly going to police the books and audit the books of all these owners? And, oh, by the way, after they put out this cap, these guys are going to go buy new G5 airplanes and yeah. new Citation 10s. <clears throat> these owners are – I mean, I know an owner right now who just bought a freaking big-ass new airplane. Like, Oh, nice. It, this is the same guy that's – Who is it? They need a spotter? <laughs> I mean, I don't but know. They need a spotter? Hey, drives me nuts. Real quick before we go to the next one. So, I got a question. How – so Tom Brady, yep. takes way less pay. Yep. Who's to say that because the NFL has a salary cap? Yep. So who's to say that they don't pay Tom Brady? You know, um, you know that low end. But who's to say they don't walk up to his house a couple times a year with a briefcase and drop it off, or, or he, say, "Hey uh, Tom, you want to borrow my airplane at any point and you want? You can borrow my airplane." By the way, look in the back in the top in the top drawer. Or, or there's a sack or of money. Here's an endorsement for $1 million. Yeah, for from, 25 from minutes. T, from tjmajors.com to do yeah. a 10-minute autograph session. Like, yeah. There, I are, mean, there are so many ways around this BS. Like this, For this guy to say this, I get what he's looking at, which is we suck right now. How do I stop sucking? But that's not the answer. Yeah, I agree. NASCAR may push cup qualifying to Saturdays more in 2018. Is that a good idea in your opinion, TJ? It was, it was Sunday, yesterday. You mean Saturdays or Sundays? <laughs> it was Sunday. You mean race day, same it, day as a race? It was Sunday at Pocono. Okay. Honestly, I honestly I like it. Normally um, we qualify on Fridays, so I, I like the same. Yeah, but we've been going on Sundays. Yeah. Josh, this question sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, I like the deal where we go on race day. Actually, uh, too. it's less, way less turnaround and work for the guys in the cars. They don't have to do. They prep the car one time basically instead of twice. Yeah. When you prep it for qualifying, you're basically prepping it for the race because that thing is impounded. Yeah. And uh, like, but you guys went to the back. If you have a serious problem, you can still go work on it. But look, you're going to sacrifice your starting spot. It's not the end of the day. You can still fix your stuff. Um, and you might see guys do that still. Like if you're so far off, I was going to say, how many, how long does he get? The well, good this question news, sucks. So we get a minute. Well, you talked through like 15 seconds of his. So. Hey. The good news is. When you have the qualifying on race day, it <laughs> is it means the cup guys got an extra day off. Good for them. However, the, the downside is what TJ just said. When you have a problem, you really don't have a lot of time to fix it. If we had blown a motor, if we had wrecked a car, the backup car doesn't have a motor in it. The brakes, we had to bleed the brakes. Trevor Bain decided not to do his. He didn't even get to start the freaking race. Like It's a very narrow window. Teams are going to have to learn not to gamble in qualifying if yeah. we're going to do it on the same day as race day. Don't forget. The Xfinity car has been doing this for a while, and none of them had any problems. So there's there's no way that these cup guys shouldn't figure this out. Like, to me, there should have been no excuse for brake problems. Like, I, I know whoever had them, whatever, there should have been no excuse for that. The Xfinity car has been doing this for a long time, and they never have a problem. But once in a while, you'll see a guy, but it's always a back marker. Right. You know, so they'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, so we talked about this a little bit earlier, but... When your driver receives news that he will not be driving the car next year, how do you, as a spotter slash friend, keep his head in the game, and what does that mean for you as a spotter? Well, I mean, I, th I think you got to look at as how does he keep his head in the game. He, he gets paid to do a job, and when you show up to your job, whether you're being laid off or you're being fired or, or you're leaving on your own terms, you still have to come into work to do your job. What does it mean for us as the spotter? It means that we have to, to – 
rely on our relationship with them to figure out if there's an opportunity for us to go and stay with them, which is what I would want to do with both the guys that I spot for on a full-time basis. And, and, and if that's not an option, you got to start knocking on doors. Yeah, like I'm there's similar. I'm in a similar situation. Um, you know, Dell Jr. is obviously retiring. So you, now you do you wait? You got a replacement coming in. You've worked. I was fortunate to be able to work with him already, so it's not brand new. Yeah. Um, but like he said, you gotta you gotta kind of be active, and hopefully, you know, your stock's high enough that when people find out, your phone rings. Yeah. You know, and hopefully, you're, there's not a lot of times in this sport where you have a, where you have a chance to to pick your your outcome. Yeah. So you got to take advantage of that when you have it. Yeah. We're, I mean, if I'm Casey Kane right now, I hope in the next 48 hours my phone rings with some interest. And if it doesn't, I have to go knock on doors. We're, yeah. we're the same way. You know, when I left the 31 car, uh, my phone started ringing, and, and it was really good guys. And I had three or four options within three or four days. I ended up picking Clint because we were really good friends. And, and so at the end of the day, man, it, it's it, this we're in the relationship business and the performance business. Yeah. All right, the off-the-wall topic, according to the NFL Network, Jay Cutler is coming out of retirement and signing a one-year deal with the Miami Dolphins. Do you think this is a smart move by the Dolphins' management, TJ? Looking at their roster, I don't – if they want to spend the $10 million in cap, they're paying him. I don't know. You know, that, that sounds like a great idea because he is miles better than their next guy they have in line, which I think is Matt Moore. So, and Matt Moore is not a starting NFL quarterback. Great for a guy to come in and take over half a game if he's got to manage it a little bit, but is not a starting quarterback. This is good news for the other teams because Jay Cutler sucks. I know. He came out of Vanderbilt. He had the strongest arm in the league. I got one story to tell about Jay Cutler, and then I'm done. We were in a bar in Nashville, Tennessee. Jay Cutler was in there. Elliot Sadler said to Jay Cutler, Hey, man, I was going to buy you a drink, but I was afraid the waitress would intercept it. That's uh. how bad he is. He throws too many interceptions. So I've seen some um, some stats on Jay Cutler, and his stats, obviously people remember interceptions more than anything. For sure. And he had some really good years in Chicago as well. I mean, he threw a lot of touchdown passes, Alshon Jeffrey and them guys. Alshon Ma- is the man. And Martellus Bennett. He had some pretty good weapons at the time. So Jay Collar can – you give him the right weapons. He's obviously a guy, but he's he's careless. He's reckless with the ball, and he'll throw some interceptions. Like, people seem to remember interceptions more than they remember the good times. So, for every interception, you better throw 10 touchdowns. <laughs> I got a picture to show you of Jay Cutler. It may take me a while. But I got I, one. When right. I find it, I'll uh, I'll show it to you. What do you think about it, Josh? You're a big football guy. <laughs> uh, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's I, – I get what they're trying to do. Um, what are they trying to do? They're trying to put in a quarterback they think is – I thought he just gonna, signed a TV deal. He did. So that was that had an out that if he gets a job, he can get out of TV. Why would you hire Jay Cutler to do TV? Uh, fresh perspective. Dude, that'd be like hiring – who's it like hiring that's a cup driver? They ain't ever won. Like Trevor Bain announcing a race maybe? He's won a Daytona 500. Mm. Jay Cutler hadn't won anything close mm. equivalent okay. to a Daytona 500. So it's got to be somebody that hasn't won. David Reagan? <laughs> He's won Talladega. Right, he's won a race. This guy's won a football game. He's won some big games. He's won some not games, a Super Bowl, but not a big game. He's never had a great season. Had a good season. So David Reagan. I don't know. I've Parker never Parker Klingerman. 
I've never Parker Klingerman. Hell, we already got a guy doing it. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan. Every time, so I watched broadcast yesterday a little bit of it, and when he talks, it it's like your 30 seconds. It's actually a minute and a half. What does he talk about? Every he just it's run-ons sentences. What does he say? Yeah, how great he was. No, I'm just kidding. That wouldn't take that wouldn't take <laughs> a minute and a half. <laughs> oh man! All right, we're gonna move into hashtag SDBC. I got look. Check out this girl's name right here. Uh, I was at Bristol, Tennessee. Ironically, that's coming up in a few weeks. Kind of excited is. about it. But look at this girl's name was on her desk in a one main financial office. Her name is no, yeah, R- no, read it. Anita, Anita what? Anita Hooker. <laughs> her name <laughs> is Anita Hooker. I'm going to tweet this out after this show comes out. And I said, ma'am, with all oh. due respect, <laughs> I said, with all due respect, I I, I got to ask you to take a picture with your, with name your nameplate. She's like, I can't believe I married a guy with a last name Hooker. I said, that's not the bad part. Your first name is Anita. Yeah. Anita Hooker. Lady, change your name. That's like. Just make be it, make it Nita. That's like Eileen. Nita Hooker's just as bad, ain't it? <laughs> That's like Eileen marrying Ben Dover. Eileen Dover. <laughs> okay. I'm uh, going to tweet this picture out so you people believe me. Here, I got to save it. That's like something you make up in a joke. Save photo. I'm looking through my Facebook pictures for Jay Cutler. Anyway, go ahead. What's, what are we talking about? Uh, we're moving on to hashtag SCBC. Holla. At Look Jay's- at this girl's tattoo on her lip. It's on her lip. Oh, my God. It says, please. Can we say bitch on here, Josh? We can I say bitch. It's a female dog. Don't beat that. Yeah. If you get in trouble, I'll take the blame. Yeah, Josh, don't okay. be a don't be a nobody listens to the show anyway. <laughs> that works <Bitch> here. Pl- <laughs> that works here. That owns it. Anyway. Anyway. Carry on. At Jsteen two three four asks, do you see Casey Kane in NASCAR or running sprint cars next year? Both. Yeah, both. Both. Absolutely. Kids going to land somewhere, man. I mean, there's too yeah. many there's too many opportunities out there. Uh, we don't know what's going on with the 78. We've heard it's going to go away in five hours. You mean moving. 77. 77. We've heard that five hours moving to the 78 car and the 77 may be shutting down. But when a guy like Casey Kane becomes available, Toyota could say, hey, we'll fund him. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard. Honestly, it's not that hard for somebody like Toyota to That's got to be that. an important car to Toyota. Yeah. I mean, look at the 95. Well, who would you rather have in the 95? Uh, yeah, I mean, and that 95 actually runs very competitive. It's the fastest RCR car every week. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It outruns the three. The three has a win. What's he got? Two top tens, maybe? Yeah. The, the 31's got a win. What's he got? Five top tens? Like, these guys aren't fast. RCR is yeah. not fast right now. The, the 95 is the fastest RCR car every week. With Michael McDowell. So what does it do with Casey Kane in it? Hmm. It gets faster, right? Questions. Don't you think? I would assume it gets faster. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Uh, At SuzyQ088 asks, is it common for crew chief, driver, and spotter to communicate in code language? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Elliot's got all kind of code words. We used to use code words more, uh, but they were mainly between me and Dell Jr. what the Redskins score was. He gave out a code word at Talladega. And I thought it meant something else after the race. He's like, what do you think about that code word I used? I said, man, I thought it was awesome. I went down to Freddie and told him to take the top. He said, that ain't what it meant. I was like, well, <laughs> I had my code words mixed up. 
Well, but yeah, there you do that. Uh, what was the your playbook? It was my daughter's name, Jovi. So I thought my Jovi Jovi's the oldest child in my family, so I thought it was the top. So I was like, I gotta tell this guy to take the top because we're gonna help him. I don't know what he meant. I can't tell you what it really means because when he says it again, then somebody's going to figure it out. But well, then, no, it's not take the top, so yep. write, let me write that down. <laughs> and here. that's fine, but you sometimes need, code words are confusing. Maybe you need to study your playbook. We call out all kind of code words on the Xfinity team, and I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. Clear. Oh, yeah, we don't use <laughs> any code right words. You all right in there? Record's coming. Yeah, we don't use code words. That just makes it a lot more confusing at times. Yeah. If you're going to – I mean, it, it sometimes it gets a little carried away. Yeah. yeah. And R.L. Plepler asks Pepler. how many – well, whatever. Not Plepler, Pepler. Yeah, you're really good. <laughs> uh, if you have th- – okay, sorry. How many spotters did you guys have at Watkins Glen? And can it get a bit confusing if you have three or four spotters at a time? Uh, I had two. That was that was the minimum that I that you can really use at Watkins Glen, and I wish I had I wish I had three or four, but we didn't have the people there for it. Can't um, afford it. It's low budget deal over there on that little yeah. eighty eight car. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Dell Jr.'s making so much money they can't afford another spotter. Well, I had another guy, <laughs> but he bailed on me to go for the five. Oh, because, Ford Martin? N- no. Um, <laughs> but he, it, I think Brad Little was supposed to help Casey, and then Brad bailed out. Why? I don't know. I got scared. He said. Oh, what it was. Said he got nervous or something. So I lost my third guy. I had four. Yeah. Front yeah. stretch, S's, bus stop, and turn 10, which looks back to the exit of the carousel where yeah. we saw horrific accident with Sam Hornis Jr. and Jeff Gordon years ago. Because I mean, it just that's a blind spot if you don't have a guy in 10. So I yeah. really only had to spot one corner. It was awesome. There's really not. Full pay for a part-time job. It's not. Um, very confusing because you can only see so much and only speak if you can see. Yeah, for sure. And there, you can only see so much. So by the time they get to the bottom, the S's, you're handing them off because you can't see anyway. So it doesn't really. It's not really that confusing. Here's this picture. Look at this guy. This is the next Dolphin quarterback. I'm not going to tweet that picture. That's pretty nice. Yeah, he's got a shirt on button all the way to his. He's big dude. Yeah, he's six six. Look at his. Look at his. Look at his eyes. He's think he'd had a few Stellas. I think he. I think someone <laughs> roofied his drink. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do to his drink? Look at that guy. That's pretty good. <laughs> we were in. <laughs> That's uh, kind of creepy. We were backstage at some concert. I think I was in Kansas City or something with him. Sounds like you hang out with Jay a lot. I yeah. tell you what, I did. You do. and Jay buds. I brought up the fact that he was friends with Kyle Bush, and he got pissed. I was like, well, y'all text all the time. Oh, oh, he's all fired up. He's mad. He's is just Kyle a Chicago fan? No, Kyle's a Broncos fan. Oh. Remember? Home yeah. yeah. He used to be there. Yeah. He did not like me accusing him of being a Kyle Bush fan because oh. Blake was there. Well, And, you know, Blake's like, what? You know, Blake's a Clinton Elliott fan. He likes Dale Jr. He's like, can't be a Kyle Bush fan. So he started arguing. It was awesome. Uh, good. Instigate some stuff there. Jay probably – through an interception. <laughs> I don't mind instigating something. You He'll probably I mean? be listening to this podcast. Jay definitely probably, is a listener. I guarantee Jay Cutler is sitting there waiting for his phone to take off. Well, probably not yet because he, know, he knows you're probably doing it. It's going to be tonight. Yeah, um, yeah we're recording yeah. too. <laughs> this thing will be out by Thursday. <laughs> yeah, this is the afternoon, so hopefully it gets out there before we Just fly Just put it out. out. You don't need to edit it. We're doing greatness yeah, in here. There's no oh, editing. Yeah. Sure. It's greatness. <laughs> At Beagle Mom 
X4 asks, how difficult is it to spot a young rookie driver? Do you think she has four beagles? Beagle mom times four. That's a lot of beagles. That's a lot of beagles, man. Beagles have stinking ass ears. They do. Their ears smell terrible. They do. They have big ears. They can smell good, though. They mm. like that resin smell of yours. They would smell the hell out of that resin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was our question? How difficult is a spot for a young rookie driver? It's not that bad. I mean, you just got to be more vocal, and sometimes you got to tell these guys what to do. You got to do it with your cup guys sometimes. Sometimes if you're a good spotter and you know what you're doing, you and you need to be confident, and no matter who the guy is in the car, you need to be able to tell him sometimes, look, Run the top down here. I don't care what you're doing. You need to run the top down here. And the guy needs to be able to listen. Yeah. So these rookies, a lot of times, I'm going through that with Chase Briscoe. He listens very well. Yep. I've done truck races for years now and Xfinity races. I've done the full schedule on all the series for a long time. Yep. So, you know, you see a lot of things. And I'm not going to tell him something that I think is going to hurt him or, or jeopardize our chances to win the race. We're going to miss you next year. So... Uh-huh. Doing all the spot, man. We're gonna miss you up in Washington. Yeah, I'm gonna be doing some PR reports. I, uh, uh, I I like it. I'm very selective on on rookies that I'm willing to work with. Uh, Trevor Bain was one of the the few guys that I worked with. Had some success. Had a lot of fun. Myatt Snyder this year. Todd Gilliland. It really just comes down to not assuming that they know anything. You can't take for granted that they know certain rules because a lot of times they don't they don't understand all the intricacies of of restarts and pit road and pit boxes and all the penalties and speeds and so it really just comes down to paying attention to detail a lot more than we're used to on saturday and sunday i mean i i've enjoyed working with both those guys when you work with a rookie and i think tj will back me up on this when you work with a rookie and you give him advice and you see him take the advice and he goes faster it makes you feel good yeah and you want to work with a guy to listen to you because then you know yeah. he's, he trusts you and you feel like you're actually an asset. Yeah. So I like it. You've it's got fun. great ass. It's Anita. Anita Hooker. <laughs> I'm going to send this picture out so you people don't think I'm lying. <laughs> you, you guys got wait. anything you want to rant about? You got to wait until after the show, though. I, got, I, I don't know if this is a rant, but I'm going to just say a few things here. Okay. I saw a lot of tweets on Saturday this week from Hickory Motor Speedway, from Canadagua, from wherever Carson Elledge was racing, and it seemed like huge Saturday night short track crowds. Mm -hmm. And I think that tells us that Saturday night racing is still alive and well. And if it's still alive and well, our sport is still alive and well. It's kicking. That's the backbone. But what I need the brass to do is stop chasing a demographic that isn't there. Look at who our fans are. Cater to our fans. Stop alienating our fans. And just cater to our fan base that we currently have. We may not need to get any bigger. Maybe we're big enough. Yeah. <clears throat> they had good crowds. Hickory was. Market to this guy standing in our gift shop with his Valvoline hat on with a Wood Brothers Motocraft hat on. This guy likes Valvoline and he likes Motocraft. That's two different things. Motocraft makes their own oil. Valvoline makes their own oil. He likes both. What if she likes oil? As long as she doesn't need a hooker. Who cares? <laughs> what oil do you like? She's not going to tell us. His oil. She likes his. She pointed at him. 
<laughs> they're going to the bathroom. They'll be right they're back. leaving. They're putting everything down. They're going to buy and leaving. <laughs> thank, thank God we have the ability to edit this, Josh. I take back what I said. I oh, don't. No, just let it go. <laughs> I don't I, edit hey, anything. Anyway. Hey, you want to come in and propose? <laughs> <laughs> well, com. We'll pull it up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what do you yeah. got, TJ? Anything to fuss about? I got uh, I to gotta start looking ahead here to my pick. Yeah, I don't have – I'm more concerned about the picks. Yeah. So, that was a good battle last week, though, it appears. That was. We I tried the same thing at Sonoma. Boy, Dingling sure wasn't relevant, was he? Not as relevant as I thought he would be. I'm tired. Don't tell me next year about how he's the greatest road course race ever when he's won two road course races in ten years. Like – this is why you hire A.J. Amendinger. He has one job, to go be good at road courses. And he didn't do it at either one. Yeah. There you go. Casey Kane, another spot. Another, Boy, another opportunity. We are struggling right we are over struggling. here. We've hit the bottom, but I'm going to the top <laughs> of my list. I know where you're going. As far as guys on the bottom. Driver of the number 77 Toyota. Yep, I knew that's where you were going. I'm going with a heavy-hitting Top 10 wrecking machine. He wrecked about nine times the last time we were at Michigan. Hopefully he got them all out of the way. Eric Jones. So, basically, basically this is – we each have one A guy left. Yeah. You have – You got Blaney. Yes. And I got, I got Blaney and you got Eric Jones. Yep, yep. And that's a pretty good matchup. It's a hell of a matchup. So, I, I, I got to go Blaney because I can't lose. I was um, hoping you were going to take DJ Kennington. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Who the f- is DJ Kennington. How did he get on his sheet? Where did he run? <laughs> Do we even know? He's Canadian. Is he real? He's Canadian. Is he like a real person? No, he's names? real. He's definitely real. He's uh-huh. definitely a Canadian. Oh. Um, where do we go next week after this? Bristol. Uh, Bristol. Uh, uh, we're going to have a battle there. Bristol. We got a Bristol week off. Myrtle Beach. Richmond, Darlington. Right? No, Darlington, Richmond. Darlington. Oh, we got to have the fantasy football draft coming up. Darlington is kickoff for a weekend for college football, too. And we're going to fantasy football draft that day probably, too. Some idiot scheduled a race at the same time as a Gamecocks game. Who does that? Kerry Tharp runs Darlington Raceway. He's the president. He's the commander. And he's a Gamecock guy. And we're running the race at the same time as the Gamecocks. Who's Tennessee open with? Georgia Tech. Not a big good one. We're in playing the, NC State. Uh, I'm kind of worried. We got them in the uh, new Mercedes Dome. Have you ever been to NC State? In Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to NC State? Yeah. To a football game? Mm-hmm. Their fans are Well, yeah. Have you? I mean, did you did you feel that when you were there? Yeah. Yeah. He's an NC State fan. This guy's an <laughs> <laughs> He wants to have his oil check later. She wants a ring. But, but he's got great oil taste. Valvoline. They probably got on Quaker State underwear. It'd be the first proposal ever on the podcast, just so you know. You want to propose on here to get married? <laughs> if you propose, we'll have you on we, the show. We probably just got a hell of a fight in the car on the way home. <laughs> All right, good time. All right. Picks are in. Holla. Picks are in. Yeah. We're off to uh, thanks, Michigan. Uh, by the way, thanks, One Main. And, um, Man, where I stay in Michigan sucks. Ann Arbor? No. I mean, we got an 830 practice, and I stay in Ann Arbor. You're going to leave at four. Yeah. I stay in Jackson. Oof. And I'm going to tell you something. There ain't nothing to do there. Nope. Anita. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like Jackson, Michigan, <laughs> the people call Detroit the armpit of America. They've not been to Jackson. It's special. It's terrible. Oh, Jesus. Oh. All right. Well, thanks to Exalta. Oh. Thanks to One Main Financial. Yeah. Appreciate all the support, Exalta Studios. We got to uh, that Whiskey River deal. We're getting ready to announce winners, Ten win- five winners with a guest. Oh, they get to find out who I get a ride along to. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're out of here. Kristen, we hope you get well and yep. stay off the gluten, girl. Hopefully you stay off that gluten. She's got to quit. Maybe we need to get, like, a patch she can wear. Mm. Mm. Build her tolerance up to it. Because yeah. obviously she can't cut it out. Yeah. I mean, a mm. patch might be don't good Don't you for know it. what gluten's in, like, before you consume it? She don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See All ya. right. See Holla. y'all. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 